come on. Yeah, come on. It's like that. It's like that. Hello and welcome to my young, loyal listeners of Teen Bible Study Talk in 10 Minutes. So what do you know? Word on the go. This podcast is brought to you by and produced by Real Time with the Bennett's, where real talk happens all the time. I'm your host, Minister Bennett, of today's episode, and my co-host is the lovely Sister Bennett, as my husband affectionately calls me. Thank you for allowing and trusting us to be a part of your Christian walk. In this week's episode, we will be discussing live the message according to God's word. Yeah, that's right. Come on, come on, come on. We are live in PNT Podcast Studio with another great lesson for another great week. We're going to be talking about living the message. So let's get right down to it. The world and the biblical meaning of live. To spend one's life in a particular way or under particular circumstances. We can find this also biblically in 2 Corinthians chapter 3, verses 2 through 3. You are our epistle written on our hearts, known and read by all men. Clearly you are an epistle of Christ, ministered by us, written not with ink, but by the Spirit of the living God. Not on tablets of stone, but on tablets of flesh, that is, of the heart. This will probably be the single easiest lesson I've taught or talked about this year, but will be three times as hard for you to live. But it is truly something you need to learn and get to demonstrate to God that you're the person for the job. During my studies on this topic of being a living epistle, I came across this, and I want to share it as a direct quote from Spirit Meet, a daily devotional in its entirety. A Christian has been defined severally by different people, different denominations, and culture to mean different things, but the definition of God is that a Christian is a living epistle among men. Abraham did not have a Bible in his days, but his life was an epistle that now became a portion of the present-day Bible. If God wants to possibly write another Bible, can your life be a good representation of the message of God to your generation and those of the future? It is time to stop playing religion and become a real Christian whose life is a reality of purpose and presence of God. Ask now for the power and the help of God to be a Christian indeed, an epistle to the world around you. It's talking about prayer. Pray for the wisdom to change. Any area where your life does not conform to the scripture shows the area you are playing religion. Stop being religious. Rather, become an epistle to your world. We can also see this in 1 Corinthians 6, 19 and 20. Do you not know that your bodies are temples of the Holy Spirit who is in you, whom you have received from God? You are not your own. You were bought at a price. Therefore, honor God with your bodies. These scriptures tell us once we give our lives to Christ, let's pause. This is a cart before the horse scenario. Think about this. Since Christ died well before we gave our life to him, did we really give it to him? Or did he buy it before he knew we were born? Slow down, slow down. The act of confessing is giving your life. But I want to put these scriptures in perspective, okay? I'm going to join the two ideas. We are, one, acknowledging that we are sinners and need Christ. Two, we are accepting that he, being Christ, died to remove all sin from the world. And three, believing by faith that God raised him, again, being Christ, from the dead to have all power and ascended to the right hand of the Father. That's what we did when we gave our life to Christ. Jesus is sitting and watching to assure he can collect on his investment into you to live as a witness and an example of having kinship with him in the family of God. See, when he bought us, he invested in us before we were born. So he's sitting and watching to make sure he gets a return on his investment. Let me untangle the confusion. 
I may have caused and saying it in a way that you may get it. I'm going to break it down. I'm going to dumb it down for you. Yes, I said dumb. Not calling you dumb. Just going to break it all the way down. I want you to be able to get it, understand it, and then live it. Every parent has had the opportunity to say these famous words to their children. When you leave this house, you better act like you got some sense in home training because you represent us, meaning we represent our parents. We represent the name that, that we have. So therefore, our parents want us to live a life that tells people that we have home training, that we come from good stock. God is no different when he wants you to be a living epistle. Don't go nowhere. We'll be right back after this short break. We're back live in PNT Podcast Studio after that short break. We're going to talk about some practical ways to live the message. There are several ways to accomplish this, but I'm going to focus on using wisdom. The one thing Solomon asked for when he was granted one wish. Read it later. It's in the Old Testament, 1 Kings, 3rd chapter. Back to the lesson at hand. Wisdom. The soundness of an action or decision with regard to application of experience, knowledge, and good judgment. That sounds like living as a witness or living as an epistle for God. Yes, that's what wisdom does. Don't reinvent the wheel. Follow the master. Who's the master? Jesus Christ. Watch this. Paul used the word ambassador to describe God's representative. 2 Corinthians 5.20 Jesus was the one who lived it. Let's follow these classic exchanges. So basically, let's see how Jesus spoke to the people. Is it lawful for us to pay taxes to Caesar or not? He detected their trickery and said to them, Show me a denarius, the dollar or the money. Whose likeness in the scripture does it have? They said Caesar's. He said to them, They render to Caesar the things that Caesar's, and to God the things that are God. Luke 20, 20, 20 and 25. Jesus recognized when he was out there, being a living epistle, living the word, he was being challenged by the naysayers. He always directed them back to the scripture when he was challenged. That's wisdom. Let's take a look at this next exchange. The baptism of John was from what source, from heaven or from men? And they began reasoning among themselves, saying, If we say from heaven, he will say to us, then why did you not believe him? But if we say from men, we fear the people, for they will regard John as a prophet. And answering Jesus, they said, we do not know. Matthew 21, 25 through 27. Here we find Jesus asking them a question to get them to ponder what they believe and what they don't believe. Let's look at this next one. But some of them said he cast out demons by Beelzebub, the ruler of demons. But he said to them, any kingdom divided against itself is laid waste, and a house divided against itself falls. If Satan is also divided against himself, how can his kingdom stand? Luke 11, 15, 17, 18. He asked a great question. If the house of Satan is in disarray, how can it stand? It can't. No house divided against itself can stand. Let's look at this other discourse. Jesus answered and said to her, Everyone who drinks of this water will thirst again. But whoever drinks of the water I will give him shall never thirst. But the water I will give him will become in him a well of water springing up to eternal life. The woman said to him, Sir, give me this water. John 4, 13-15. Jesus basically said, The water that's inside of you that will cause you never to thirst again will spring up to eternal life. Basically, you will have so much water, so much word in you that you need to share it with others. We talked about that, sharing the word, the message. Reflecting on Jesus' way of interacting, moving about conversations and dealing with his engagements with others, especially those in the hostels, 
we see it with hostility, is always a great way to improve our own skills. So just watching how Jesus dealt with those hostile situations gave us some nuggets on how we can deal with it. Don't get argumentative. Just speak more facts and words. Most importantly, you don't have to be perfect. Just be good. No one expects you to be able to quote scripture word for word, but knowing how to summarize it in your mind for later use will be extremely helpful in helping you to navigate with God's grace and Jesus' confidence in your own conversation. Basically, read the word, understand it for yourself, and be able to regurgitate it. That's all that's required. You don't have to do it word for word. Just, just know it yourself. Remember, it's like word written on your heart. Just rely on your heart. Never forget, you're already one of God's ambassadors, a living epistle, to share with others by telling of God's message of hope for them. With Jesus as your example, you will grow to be a better living Bible. Yes, I went from a living epistle to a living Bible to all those whom God sends into your life. He will send you people to speak to. Hey, let's see what they're rapping about over here in the conversation corner. Hey, Minister Bennett. What y'all rapping about over here? We were chatting about how we want people to see us. Some of the answers were nice, fun, funny, intelligent, good listener, kind, trustworthy, and then there were many more. But I asked them, what did we not hear? They were a little confused, so I told them that I didn't hear anyone say they wanted people to see them as a Christian. One spoke up and said, Miss Pam, that's a given. However, I had to correct them and say, no, it's never a given that you are a Christian, because if your life, your actions do not reflect it, why would I think you were a Christian? I told them, don't be ashamed. Just when you know better, you do better. So we looked at Colossians 317, which reads, and whatever you do in word or deed, do all in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father through him. And in reading that, we got a better understanding of how important it is to live right and say the right things so that when people do see us and hear us, they know they are talking to a Christian. The Bible says whatever you do in word, meaning you can't say all kinds of foul things and let negative things come out of your mouth. What would a person who doesn't know Christ think of that? It says, whatever you do indeed, meaning you can't be out here wilding out and think that it's okay. Would a person who doesn't know Christ want to hear what you have to say about being a Christian? We must let our actions and words say, I am a Christian. We must be a witness for Christ. And yes, we all fall short of the glory of God, but don't give up. Keep pressing towards the mark. One said, while the others agree, Miss Pam, God knows my heart. And I say he most certainly does. And that is why in Luke 645, it reads, a good man out of the good treasure of his heart brings forth good. And an evil man out of the evil treasure of his heart brings forth evil. For out of the abundance of the heart, his mouth speaks. I explain that our heart is where both good and bad reside. We have to make a conscious decision to live right, to do right, and to say the right things. There's a credit card commercial that says, what's in your wallet? And so I ask them, what's in your heart? Because that will give a true picture of who you are representing. Remember, God needs all of us to lead others to him. Is your heart a witness for Christ? What is it speaking? In summary, the importance of living the message. I close with this most excellent quote by J.C. Ryle. Let your Christianity be so unmistakable, your eyes so single, your heart so whole, your walk so straightforward, that all who see may have no doubt whose you are and whom you serve. 
As always, please don't forget to subscribe and share so that you and your friends will get all future notifications when new and exciting episodes are uploaded and posted. Until next time, stay safe and live a life holy and acceptable to God. After all, it's your reasonable service. With a special thank you to LJ Productions for post-production's editing techniques and used for this podcast. This podcast was sponsored in part by the Body of Christ Church in Waldorf, Maryland, Pastor Kenneth E. Stewart, its Christian Education Ministry, in association with Real Time with the Bennetts. Well, Real Talk What? You got it. Happens all the time. Yeah, it's like that.